Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. See, I think he's the most corrupt president we've ever had. And he also has the distinction of being the most incompetent. And I believe both. I mean, he's both incompetent and corrupt. That is a potent combination and something that a lot of Democrats aspire to. There's, there's no doubt about that. President Trump last night with uh, Tucker Carlson. Um, where are we now? Uh, have we checked how many millions? <laughs> 189 million views the last time we looked. We must, like everyone else, quickly point out that that doesn't mean 189 million people watched all 46 minutes of the interview. Of course, when you see the Fox News ratings, that doesn't mean that that number of people actually watched the debate on Fox News. 194.3. 194.3. See, we checked that it was 189 million just a few minutes ago. Now it's 194 million. Point three. That's 300,000. That's a rounding error. I guess Tucker Carlson's doing okay in his post Fox News career. I think that this is working out for him. <laughs> boy, oh boy, oh boy. Man, a Shevitz, I am telling you. Uh, all right. So the uh, Daily Caller has a uh, news story. And it's uh, worth making note of, that's for sure. Uh, It just popped moments ago, well, 30 minutes ago or so. The Daily Caller House Judiciary Committee launches probe. You know, how many probes are there in Washington? This is like, honestly, it's like one giant uh, colostomy. This whole, uh, it's uh, completely crazy. The uh, colonoscope that is Washington, D.C., House Judiciary Committee launches probe into Fannie Willis. Wait, launches probe into Fannie? See, that's you, you got to use your words carefully when you're putting headlines up like this. House Judiciary Probe launches uh, Judiciary Committee launches probe into Fannie Willis over Trump indictments. Uh, Fannie, of course, uh, you know she's basically a commie. She's a radical. She's a leftist. She was raised by a racist, radical Black Panther member of the Black Panther Party. You know, it's a party. Woohoo! it's a party. And uh, Mary Lou Masters at the Daily Caller. The House Judiciary Committee is launching an investigation into Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis over her conduct related to her indictment of former President Donald Trump. Willis indicted the former president on August 14th for allegedly violating the Racketeering Influenced and Corrupt Organizations Act RICO, normally used against organized crime. This is what, uh, and it's rather ironic also, that uh, yesterday the former U.S. attorney for the Southern District of New York, the former mayor of New York, the uh, man who turned New York around from uh, death wish uh, back into breakfast at Tiffany's by taking on criminals and crime, which none of the Democrats in big cities are doing now, which is why there are so many murders and funerals and carjackings and assaults and everything because Democrats love that because it's them and their sons that are committing all these crimes. In Washington, we even have teenage girls 
committing armed carjackings today. They're Democrats. They come from Democrat families. But Fannie Willis now, uh, of course, this will go on for four years and lead to nothing, no doubt. The Republican-controlled committee is probing Willis over whether she coordinated with the Department of Justice when charging Trump, according to a letter from the House Judiciary Chairman Jim Jordan. The letter also questioned whether Willis's indictment against Trump was politically motivated. No. Come on. Who could think such a thing? Referencing several instances leading up to the indictment. For instance, the letter mentions a campaign website launched just days before the charges were brought, where Willis touted her investigation into the former president. She's also on video ranted about her hatred of President Trump. And, you know, lefties use, you give, I've been saying it for uh, ages, give a lefty a thimble full of power and they'll abuse it before the sun goes down. And they're all abusing their power all over the place. And it's political warfare. You know, uh, Lyndon Johnson, there's an old saying that politics is warfare um, by other means. Is that the uh, thing? And uh, and, uh, he said, and Lyndon Johnson said, uh, it's not uh, war by other means, it's war. Politics. Democrat Party. Then he got us into Vietnam up to our eyeballs because, you know, that's uh, the Democrats just got us into World War One, World War Two, the Vietnam War and the Korean War. Never mind uh, that. And then they're, they're the party of peace. Right. Hmm. Isn't that fascinating? The party of the Confederacy, the Klan, Jim Crow standing in schoolhouse doors. And they're the party of black people. This is what information dominance can do for you. So additionally, the letter references a grand juror who made media appearances bragging about the uh, then potential charges as well as the Fulton County. And I was just reading to you about the bed bugs and people dying from the scum in the jail they run in Atlanta. And that's fine. The media doesn't even cover it. ABC did one story on the man that died. And that's it. Then you just move on. Because there, hey, wait, there are Democrats in charge. Drop that story. The media is the most corrupt institution in the United States of America. So the uh, then grand juror, the member of the grand jury bragging about then potential charges, as well as the Fulton County Clerk's Office, briefly posting a document containing charges nearly identical to those in the indictment, which was issued hours later. How did she know? How did they know? The potential probe comes after special counsel Jack Smith, indicted the former president on two other cases. Now, uh, just amazing. And this uh, Delaware crook, David Weiss, twice put into jobs in Delaware by Barack Obama, who used to work with Bo Biden of the Biden family in Delaware, has been allegedly investigating Hunter Biden for more than five years. And they had those misdemeanor tax charges, no big deal, no money laundering, no international conspiracies, which are evident everywhere. And then last Thursday, a week ago today, he dropped those two misdemeanor charges in Delaware. Oh, I can charge them later in California or D.C. Yeah, get back to me when that happens. We live in a, a very corrupt city and a very corrupt country and a very corrupt, corrupt time. And it gives me no pleasure to have to say that, but it's 100% true. Man, oh man. The letter reads, news outlets have reported that your office and Mr. Smith 
interviewed many of the same witnesses and reviewed much of the same evidence in reaching your decision to indict Mr. Trump. The House Committee on the Judiciary thus may investigate whether federal law enforcement agencies or officials were involved in your investigation or indictment. She's a local prosecutor, district attorney. And I've been saying since she did it that uh, Republican-leaning district attorneys across the country should just start indicting Joe Biden and Hunter Biden and uh, members of the Biden White House. Just start indicting them. Just start charging people. Just make them show up in court. Just, Just return fire. The letter requests documents related to the Fulton County's communications with federal prosecutors, Department of Justice officials, and the executive branch and their personnel. Georgia Republican Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene argues that Republicans could additionally launch a similar investigation into Willis's conduct, according to CNN. Well, if you can't trust them, who can you trust? Greene also had been pushing the Congressional Committee to probe the district attorney. So this is a little uh, sliver of good news in this. This is uh, political warfare, and it's about power. That's what it's about. All right, back to President Trump, but that's a a great story. Uh, My friend Seton Motley sent that along, writer and thinker, American. There are a lot of great Americans out there, uh, but boy, we're up against it because the left is here, and they have a lot of power. And they have merged state and corporate power. In particular, the information oligarchs, Bezos and Zuckerberg, and the former owner of Twitter, to corrupt the presidential election of 2020 by killing that very important New York Post story about the Hunter Biden laptop. Oh, it's Russian disinformation. No, it's not. And I... I've got to say, my record on this is 100%. From the moment that corrupt intelligence letter came out, I nailed that the moment. And it came out while I was on the air. We read it. Michael Pierce, he got it for me. I read it live on the air, and I explained exactly what was going on, and I was 100% correct. I, I did spend 10 years covering the intelligence community as a newsman and the military, and all my years in the news business, I know when I'm being lied to, by these scallywags. Uh, President Trump, uh, last night, talking to Tucker Carlson. You don't think he's going to make it to November of 20? Well, I, I think he's worse uh, mentally than he is physically, and physically he's not exactly uh, a triathlete. Listen or to this. any kind of an athlete. You look at him, he can't walk to the helicopter. He, he walks, he can't lift his feet out of the grass. You know, it's only two inches at the White House, right? That's not a lot. <laughs> but you watch him, and it looks like he's walking on toothpicks. So, and then you see him in the beach where he can't lift a chair. You know, those chairs are meant to be light, right? They're like two ounces. Yeah. You lift them up. He can't lift the chair. He can't walk to the chair. Yesterday, the propagandists in the Biden White House and at CNN and in the broader news media uh, put out propaganda that Joe Biden was busy yesterday doing Pilates. And what else? Uh, Pilates and, you know, uh, a Zoom or something, whatever. Huh? Yeah, whatever it, whatever it was, it was a lot of BS um, because. But uh, President Trump um, appropriately mocking the mental and physical capabilities of the current president of the United States. 
The beach doesn't represent what a president's supposed to be doing. You're supposed to be working. You're supposed to be getting us out of that horrible, horrible war that we're very much involved in with Russia and Ukraine. You could do that. You could do that very easily. I believe you could do that very... I don't believe he could do it because he's just incompetent. But that's a war that should end immediately. Biden enjoys Pilates class during stay at $18 million estate. His Lake Tahoe mansion, belonging to a big Democrat donor, and it's uh, apparently illegal for uh, Tom Steyer, the billionaire environmentalist Democrat donor, one-time Democrat presidential candidate, to rent his house out. So he's probably giving it to Joe Biden. And the White House lied that he's paying fair market price, which we estimate to be at more than $130,000 a week. Maybe Hunter's paying for it. Yeah. Hey, grab the beach there, chair. Uh, would you there, Joe? Hey, hey. Hey, Krusty. If he were in a wagon train, what would Joe Biden be? <laughs> would he be the wagon train master, uh, you know, whipping the the uh, the eight-horse teams? Or, you know, he'd be, hey, I got chili today. I got <laughs> uh, President uh, Trump talking to Tucker Carlson um, and about Joe Biden. Back to Biden, I'm interested. So you think he's failing? He obviously is failing. I think it's clear to everybody. But that would make Kamala Harris the candidate? Well, not really. I mean, I guess they'd have uh, maybe a free-for-all. A lot of people say she has to remain for certain reasons, the candidate. She has to. I don't think that's true, actually. I don't think that other people would stand for it. Uh, she has some bad moments. Her moments are almost as bad as his. I think his are worse, actually. Yeah. But she seems pretty senile, too. She speaks in, uh, in rhyme. You know, it's weird. It's weird. But she has bad moments. And in rhyme? What do you... Well, the way she talks, the bus will go here and then the bus will go there because that's what buses do. It's weird. The whole thing is weird. Kamala. Making fun of Kamala. Uh, and <laughs> yeah, she, uh, she is the, the mistress of the obvious, uh, Kamala Harris. She says some pretty funny and absurd things about um, too many. to. It'd be a one-hour uh, special just to do Kamala's dumb things. Got those coming up. I'm going to come to your calls as well, and uh, but still more President Trump, and we'll get to some of the Republicans debating last night on the Fox News Channel as well. Breaking news, President Biden's plan to introduce a digital dollar is already nefariously underway, and it's very important to learn the potential consequences of this digital dollar because, believe it or not, contrary to what they're telling us, this is not in our best interest. And time is of the essence, so taking action now is a really good idea to protect your, your savings, your future, your retirement, everything you've worked for. You can help protect your savings from the risks of the digital dollar by diversifying with gold and silver IRAs. And to get started, you need to call the experts at American Alternative Assets. Call American Alternative Assets today at 888-4-GOLD-20 for the word GOLD-20. That's 888-446-5360. They'll give you all the guidance you need on safeguarding your retirement savings. Say no to Joe Biden's digital dollar scheme. Call 888-4-GOLD-20. That's 888-446-5360. Call now. Individual results may vary. There is no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results. Seek your own legal, tax, investment, and financial advice before opening an account. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, Pilates. I can see Joe Biden doing Pilates. Just like him going up the steps of Air Force One. Sure. Raise your hand if you love a yellow school bus, right? Just, there's something about, and, and most of us, many of us went to school on the yellow school bus, right? Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Book by this July 31st for extra savings. Visit ChrisPlantCruise.com. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Title Transference aired October 27, 2004. Director James Marshall, writers Todd Slavkin, Darren Swimmer. I really like this episode, and I'm surprised that you don't like it as much as you thought you did. I actually respect your opinion more than I respect my own in general. (laughs) (laughs) When you say things are good and I check them out, they are. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen. All right, let's, uh, Michael, let's go to the telephones and talk to the nice people. Let's go to Ross, calling from Front Royal, Virginia, out by the Shenandoah. Ross, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Thank you for taking my call. You, I'm a longtime listener, and last night, I first thing I listened to the entirety was the interview by Tucker with uh, President Trump. I have a real interesting question or a perspective of something to really look at. As you know, today, the president, uh, Trump, is going to go in to have this charade of them to get a pretty picture of him so they can use it for all their advertisement. But what would happen if in, in the whole thing there, if he said, I'm not going to pay that $200 extortion for you to let me walk out the door right after? And he said, go ahead and book me in to this prison that's no different than the one in Washington, D.C., with all the political prisoners there and let them see how they would handle that whole situation, especially a last-minute scramble of that nature. I think that would be an interest. He would become a martyr, even more than he is right now for what he's doing. What is your thoughts of that, sir? Well, I've uh, I've heard this uh, discussed, President Trump uh, saying, okay, I'm not going to post bail, put me in jail. Put me in your filthy, disgusting, lethal jail cell in Atlanta, Georgia, that the Democrats run like it's Devil's Island in Papillon. The put me in the cell where LaShawn Thompson died after being eaten alive by bed bugs and insects, except uh, President Trump is a New York billionaire with his own 757 and a skyscraper in New York that he has several floors in his, his apartment. He's a germaphobe. Um, he doesn't want to be a murder. He wants to be president of the United States. And the $200,000 bail that they're asking for is lunch money for him. Um, given that he's, uh, I mean, I, I understand the question and I understand your instinct, Ross. I don't think he has any interest in being a martyr. Uh, he is a germaphobe and this is one of the filthiest prisons, jails in Western civilization. Um, the So many bed bugs that the bed bugs will kill big, strong men. And the Secret Service would never let that happen. Uh, He's a protectee of the Secret Service, so that could never happen.
Named one of the best personal finance podcasts, The Stacking Benjamin Show with Joe and his friends makes financial literacy fun. I got an email today from the LenPenzo.com HR department. I find oh. it really interesting. I'm an employee of one at this company, so but somebody from the HR department sent me an email telling me that I had a raise. If I just opened the attachment, I could see how much my raise was. Make sure you click on the links that are in there, too. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, I can't wait. This is I'm excited. Find out more by searching the Stacking Benjamins podcast wherever you listen. Now, Ross, I want to, I want to follow up on what you we were talking about there a minute ago, Ross. Um, I, I tell you, if nothing else, uh, President Trump's brief visit to the Fulton County Jail uh, is that a Johnny Cash song? No, it's not. Just kidding. Uh, it will be quite enough for him. It will be quite enough for him. He is a former president of the United States. He is a New York billionaire. He does have skyscrapers with his his name on them, and he lives in uh, the lap of luxury like very few have in the history of the world. He travels by way of his own Boeing 757 airliner with his name on the side. He used to own an airline. Uh, this is a complete sham. I, I don't think that the, the whole the charges, the, the arrests, it's a show trial. They're, they're fascists and they're commies because really there's very little daylight between being a fascist and being a commie. After all, Adolf Hitler did call his party the Socialist Workers' Party of Germany. Wonder why? Just saying. And as pal Benito Mussolini defined fascism as a merger of state and corporate power, and we're certainly watching that all over the place with the Democrat Party and the information oligarchs, from Jeff Bezos to Jack Dorsey to Mark Zuckerberg and beyond. But never mind that. Now, uh, I shared a story a little while ago about the Georgia man found dead in bed bug-infested jail cell died of severe neglect in the Fulton County Jail. Uh, ABC Fake News reported September of 2022. Um, and his body was covered with bug bites, bed bugs, and... Uh, and uh, bed bugs uptown, and the uh, and the Democrats they don't care because this is what they run. It sounds like Devil's Island in Papillon, as I said. Now the radical left wing extremists suckling on the taxpayer teat at Democracy Now, which I like to call hypocrisy. Now, they had a story two days ago inside the Fulton County Jail where Trump will surrender, and 15 prisoners died last year. 15 prisoners died last year because the Democrats are running a death camp, a gulag. It sounds like hell. Uh, President Trump, being a, a proud germaphobe, is not interested in being covered with bed bugs, even if he went into one of these death cells for five minutes. The Secret Service, now you could segregate him from the general population, of course, put him in isolation away from the general population. But, uh, but honestly, President Trump is not interested in becoming a murderer. He's interested in becoming president of the United States. And even Al Jazeera in the Arab world in the Middle East writing about the horrors of the Fulton County Jail. You know, we used to uh, mock jails in the Middle East. Uh, this sounds like a jail in Yemen run by an Iran-backed militia. But actually, it's run by the Democrats. And you can be mauled by bugs to the point where you die. And uh, the guy was apparently dealing with all kinds of issues that the Democrats are not dealing with, of course, as I 
uh, said earlier when uh, going off on a little bit of a rant about the lack of leadership in the United States of America when it comes to crime and mental illness and jails and drug addiction and open border and China and fentanyl. And uh, the uh, honestly, I told you the story last week about the Brazilian that had escaped jail after being convicted of 11 murders in Brazil, sentenced to, what was it, uh, 275 years and 11 months. And 11 months is the cherry on top in prison. Then he escaped, and he went to New Hampshire, where he was working as a regular guy. And the Democrats are good with that because they're mental. And then the lieutenant governor of Massachusetts last week, uh, two Democrat women governor and lieutenant governor, saying, oh, in Massachusetts, you should take the illegals into your home and have them sleep in your daughter's bed. Maybe they can tattoo them with spider webs on their necks and MS-13 tattoos while they're sleeping. What do you think? Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. But the news media, you know, Trump will be booked, and he's going in tonight. Trump will be booked at Fulton County Jail and can, quote, expect a humiliating experience, end quote, if he's treated like everyone else, that's the story at the Business Insider. <clears throat> the BBC out of England. Trump's time in Fulton County Jail will be brief. Others die waiting. Now, I mean, honestly, 15, according to the... Isn't that uh, hypocrisy now? That's where the mustachioed Amy Goodman works, right? The mustachioed Amy Goodman. She is... Uh, an early and leading indicator of gender dysphoria. Notorious is the headline at Hypocrisy Now. Radical left-wingers, taxpayer teat, inside the Fulton County Jail, where Trump will surrender, and 15 prisoners died last year. And this is okay. It's not even a news story. It's just perfectly normal. Because the Democrats. $200,000 bail because... The Democrats. Mm-mm-mm. And 18 co-defendants also. Just uh, just amazing what the Democrats do. Again, Rudy Giuliani, who smashed the mafia in New York City when he was the U.S. attorney for the Southern District of New York. That's in Manhattan. Uh, took New York back from the brink when New York City was all about taxi driver and death wish. And Rudy Giuliani single-handedly, well, with Chief Police Chief Bill Bratton, brought New York, New York City back from the precipice and made it into the most wonderful. I got to tell you, after Rudy got done with New York City, it was the greatest place. You walk up and down the streets whistling, not being shot and beat over the head and stabbed and robbed, nobody being thrown in front of subway trains. It's always women being thrown in front of subway trains by Democrat men. Big, strong men. And then the de- who usually mentally ill and drug addicted and the, nobody's doing anything about it. But President Trump, Rudy Giuliani, showed up yesterday. John Eastman has already been booked. Kenneth Cheeseborough has already been booked. Jenna Ellis, the attorney, has already been booked. They're, they're charging all the attorneys. I played the audio yesterday of Rudy Giuliani saying, you know, when you, you know you're living in a third world country when the person being charged and their attorneys are all charged for contesting... A presidential election, I guess they should arrest uh, Stacey Abrams, who still thinks she's the governor and goes around telling people that of the state of Georgia. Hillary Clinton, who said that the 2016 election was stolen. DNC chair Terry McAuffle, who said the 2000 election was stolen and contested it all the way to the Supreme Court. 
David Schaefer also booked. Scott Hall also booked. Kathleen Latham also booked. Sidney Powell, another attorney, also booked. And we're just scratching the surface on the former president of the United States today. This is, again, this is the party that fired their cannons on Fort Sumter and started the Civil War because they wanted to keep whipping their slaves with bullwhips on their plantations. That's the Democrat Party. And ironically, this prosecutor in Atlanta, Georgia, who's black and a woman, as far as we can tell, the daughter of a Black Panther Party member, leader, and a lawyer, of course, she represents the Democrat Party. She loves Jim Crow. Man, I'm telling you. But, uh, but in any case, uh, Ross, I don't expect President Trump to do anything other than make quick work of this and, uh, and move on. Um, boy, I got, I got sucked into this a little more than I thought I was going to this morning. I've got to confess. All right, back to President Trump because we still haven't gotten all the way through President Trump. Are we at number 20? Yes. Number 20, President Trump. Still uh, mocking uh, Joe Biden and, you know, looking like a jellyfish trying to drag a two-ounce aluminum lawn chair on the beach and, and all of that good stuff. President Trump talking to Tucker Carlson last night. Every city, practically, uh, all the Democrat-run cities. You know, Republican-run cities are doing very nicely because they arrest people when you have crimes. And they don't go after political candidates because they think it's good. You know, I mean, it's, like, been amazing. My poll numbers are the highest I've ever had. President Trump, he was very calm, cool, and collected last night. Um, he was very smooth. He was, he was funny. Um, Tucker Carlson was relaxed and having a nice time. Uh, looked like maybe they did the interview in Maine, because when you have your own airliner, you can go wherever you want, and it's good, and Secret Service motorcade and all that stuff. Uh, President Trump, I, I can't, you're going to hear almost the whole interview from last night, I think. So we built a thing called the Panama Canal. We lost 35,000 people to the mosquito, you know, malaria. Yeah. We lost 35,000 people building. We lost 35,000 people because of the mosquito. Vicious. They had to build under nets. It was one of the true great wonders of the world. As he said, one of the nine wonders of the world. No, no, it was one of the seven. It happened a little while ago, you know. Nine wonders of the world. You could make nine wonders. He would have been better off if he stuck with the nine and just said, yeah, I think it's nine. But this is one of the true <laughs> seven wonders of the world. Uh, it's true. And uh, Jimmy Carter uh, gave it away, and then the Chinese moved in because they're communists and they're trying to conquer the world, and if we don't stand in their way, then no one will. And your grandchildren will be bullwhipped by the Chinese communists. They'll be slaves to totalitarianism which we spent the 20th century fighting against, and now the Democrat Party here in the United States represents the very evil that we fought against in the 20th century. Tucker Carlson again asked about whether President Trump feels that he's in danger because the left, you know, they're uh, barbarous and violent and shooting how many people across the country all the time, and a communist shot John F. Kennedy or the CIA, and... Uh, you know, they just gave Sirhan Sirhan parole in California, still waiting for, uh, you know, Mr. Hairpiece to let him out of jail. If the protest didn't work, you got elected anyway. Yeah. Impeachment didn't work twice, obviously. Um, indictment is not working. Your poll numbers go up. When they raided Mar-a-Lago in August yeah. of last year, your numbers went up. Um, they can indict you 20 times, and it's not gonna, you're not going to lose the Republican primary because of that. 
Well, so it like makes it look even more ridiculous. I mean, the four indictments, and maybe there'll be more. I don't know. These people are crazy. But they're counterproductive. So if you chart it out, it's an escalation, yeah. is what I'm saying. Yeah. So what's next? After, you know, try to put you in prison for the rest of your life, that's not working. So, like, don't they have to kill you now? I, th I think the people of our country... A little gulp. Uh, don't get enough credit for how smart they are. And I, I'm not sure I would have said this 10 years ago, but they get it. Um, President, aren't you afraid they're going to kill you? This is a, a you know, that's a, uh, I'll say a gutsy question to ask. And it's an entirely appropriate question to ask. And he actually asked it twice in two different forms last night. It's something that I know a great many of us, including me, are um, concerned about because the left is violent and murderous. Look at what Putin did to his boy flying on the airplane from Moscow to St. Petersburg last night. President Trump went to Truth Social after Mayor Rudy Giuliani, <clears throat> probably the greatest mayor New York City has ever had, and they uh, smashed the mafia and organized crime when he was U.S. attorney for the Southern District of New York. President Trump took to, to Truth Social Media yesterday in response to Rudy Giuliani being mugshotted, one of the great law enforcement officials in history. And what did he do? But where they were, uh, he was acting as a lawyer contesting an election, which the Democrats have done in every presidential election in the 21st century that they haven't won, which means Barack Obama 2008 and 2012, every other one they've taken to court and contested. Uh, let's round them all up. Rifle butts, bayonets. Let's get some concertina wire, put them in a camp. Get the rail spurs going. President Trump said on Truth, the greatest mayor in the history of New York City was just arrested in Atlanta, Georgia, because he fought for election integrity. The election was rigged and stolen. How sad for our country. MAGA. He also, he continued, the indictments against me should be viewed as a campaign contribution, contribution to crooked Joe Biden and his radical left thugs. This will be their unpaid form of cheating and election interference. Remember, these are Biden indictments, pure and simple. And again, the election interference, the, the merger of state and corporate power when the FBI called Twitter and Facebook and told them not to share that Russian disinformation. That was the New York Post story about Hunter Biden's laptop, and it was all a lie. It was Benito Mussolini's definition of fascism, and it was election interference. Then Fannie Willis, raised by the Black Panthers, she tweeted, the Fulton County District Attorney where they run that gulag, she tweeted, there's allegations of a crime. She meant to say there are allegations of a crime because allegations is plural and there is the contraction. There's is a singular plural disagreement, but I wouldn't expect her to be very literate. There's allegations of a crime and then to look at the law and if the facts bear out that the law has been broken, then we have a duty and a responsibility to bring charges. That would in theory be true. Should people fail to turn themselves in, then a warrant will be filed on the system. It will be filed on the system, she says. And they'll have to be arrested. Send the SWAT team, Fanny. Then there could be gunfights everywhere because you guys are firing on Fort Sumter all over the place. I got to tell you. Mm -mm -mm. 
That's Fanny Willis. Spawn of the Black Panthers. You know, uh, Barack Obama's pals in uh, Chicago that he palled around with uh, terrorists William Ayers and Bernadine Dorn, given positions as tenured college professors, of course, to raise the next generation of radical left-wing terrorists, anti-American, anti-capitalist. You're a Democrat party. They've been laying the groundwork for quite some time. Fani, Zwahili pronunciation, Fani Willis, she was her parents' The Black Panther father, they gave her the Zwahili name because they're racists, Black Panthers, racial separatists. Looks like I'm going to give the Republicans on Fox short shrift today, doesn't it? Hi there. Sorry for the interruption, but... Are you enjoying this show on Google Podcasts? You should know that the Google Podcasts app is going away this spring. That's right, going away, gone, as in no longer available. You can still enjoy this show elsewhere, though. Try out Spotify or Amazon Music, or maybe TuneIn is more your style. Whatever app you switch to, be sure to follow so you never miss the next episode. And thanks for listening wherever you listen. I mentioned it briefly earlier, but a New York Giants NFL player, Tommy Sweeney, 28 years old. He's a tight end, a world-class super athlete. 28, he collapsed during practice on Wednesday, was in stable condition after being carted off the field and brought to the hospital. Turns out the uh, 28-year-old, when he was 25 years old, contracted myocarditis, an inflamed heart. He got the Wuhan Red Death. No word in these stories whether he also got the vaccination, but I'd bet a dollar. And the 28-year-old is now uh, allegedly in stable condition. Myocarditis. Uh, Pay no attention. The commies and all that. Also, uh, a friend shared yesterday a reminder that the CIA under Barack Obama and penitentiary face Brennan in 2016, they launched a program to recruit transgender individuals to the CIA. And we just learned this morning that the CIA attempted suicide. Uh, Let's go to uh, Brian Seltzerwater, who was fired from CNN for being Uncle Fester. And he was on MSDNC this morning talking about the streaming numbers for the Donald Trump uh, Tucker Carlson interview and making up all kinds of stuff. Uh, He's not uh, a very intelligent man. It's impossible to count uh, web video views the same way we count TV ratings. Uh, Scrolling past a tweet or an X post for one second counts as a view. Well, let's play that out for television for a second. Right now, there's about a million people watching us on television. No, there aren't. Every second, if we added that up, we can multiply that by seconds and minutes. We could claim that this segment is being viewed a billion times. But the reality is there's about a million viewers. So that's the kind of funny math that is going on on Elon Musk's website. That's why Trump can claim that he was the winner last night when, in fact, he was not. Um, Everything he said was (laughs) uh, 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 not entirely a lie, but uh, pretty much marginally. And, you know, you're going to pretend that a million people are watching (laughs) the show after morning joke on MSDNC. Uh, you're a clown. You're uh, your Uncle Fester and a clown. You're the uh, clownish Uncle Fester. That is uh, Brian Seltzerwater fired from CNN for being Uncle Fester. Now uh, dithering. Oh yeah, there are a million people watching MSNBC. Wink, wink. And it's like saying if we counted every second, 
No, it's not like that at all. It's like counting every time someone someone turned to the channel MSDNC on their cable dial. It would be like that. But this is, he's a media analyst and a lion Sacagawea. The guy is a, he's a festering lion Sacagawea too. Our news media, the most corrupt institution in America. I, I really gave the Republicans short shrift today, and I'm I'm a little bit sorry for that. Maybe I'll play some of that tomorrow, and maybe I won't. The Ed Milet Show showcases the greatest peak performers sharing their journey, knowledge, and thought leadership. This is one of the all-time best pieces of advice ever given on the show. Actor Rain Wilson. The number one thing that psychologists point to with young people of why they are struggling so much in this mental health epidemic is they don't have resilience. So how do you build resilience if you don't understand suffering itself? The Ed Milet Show is available on YouTube or wherever you listen. 